0: Hello everyone, uh, this is Stanley and welcome to my podcast. So this is one of my first podcasts that I am making and as I told you before, the intention of this podcast are to create content which would really help people to live a better life. And uh, I thought what better topic can I start with other than emotions? Uh, it's a big topic, I know, but feel there is I am trying to simplify it a bit so that everybody can understand what emotions are and how to manage it so I'm planning to make this into parts where I'll be taking one part to define what's emotion and explaining how emotion happens and another part is to explain how you can uh, kind of manage the emotions basically it will be in parts introduction I'm going directly into what is an emotion so emotion is plainly if you define it it's a kind of physiological and psychological state that we all feel Uh, for example uh, sadness so there are certain kind of uh, physiological and psychological state associated with this Im- mental state called emotion and basically it's a response that we feel in our body and in our mind towards something that's happening external also it can also be something that's happening internal for example like uh, you lost someone that's really a external event that happened and you feel something and also it can also be a memory of you losing someone or memory of you uh, something that happened to you years before but still that can also trigger the same emotion so with that I think yeah we know that it's a response of our body and our psyche to the some situation so that's an emotion and there has been a lot of research in emotions and science of emotion in the last century and uh, scientists now say, like this is also like still not a concrete science but still they say that there is basically uh, some six emotions that we can call as our basic emotions. They are anger, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness and surprise. Some. Scientists say there are more some say less, but basically we can say this is the basic emotions And if you look at one thing like these are also the emotions that you find common to animals also For example, they also feel anger. They also feel fear, happiness, sadness and a sense of surprise Sense of disgust. So almost all animals also feel the similar emotions and uh, Another thing that I want to discuss is, like we also confuse uh, this term emotion and feeling. Uh, Most of people think that it's the same thing. Emotions are feelings and feelings are emotions. Uh, Even though the line is blurred, I will try to explain it very simply like this. Emotion is this basic reaction of our body and mind, but feelings are much deeper than that. We can say, for example, uh, someone dies you can feel sadness that's a basic emotion but then you can feel a lot of other feelings like a sense of loss a sense of you're feeling depressed you are feeling hopeless you are feeling a lot of other things Uh, it depends on a lot of things that how we perceive that event for example like you hear a loud sound you can actually feel a fear, that's something that you feel, your body feels. But then, depending on the situation you are in, you can interpret this same sound as so many things. Maybe if you are in a dark room and you hear a sound, you can interpret the same sound as ghost. So it can now bring you more than fear but more feelings like dread. And anxiety, and a lot of other things. So, there is definitely an element of human interpretation into what makes feelings. And also, uh, I think generally speaking, we are very less uh, conscious of the number of emotions that we humans feel. We feel a large spectrum of emotions, but usually we We are capable of identifying only very few like anger, sadness, happiness, surprise, all the fear, etc. We are not really uh, aware or we cannot name these emotions like we are disappointed or we are uh, uh, put down. A lot of feelings we are not able to understand and name so that's also a problem that happens with emotions Uh, and i'll just speak about the role of emotions and why we have emotions and i've been researching on this topic for quite some time on what's the role that emotions play why do we have emotions in the first place why can't we just have and we just navigate everything by thinking rationally and also there is this big divide in people's head that uh, we say that a lot of people are very emotional and some people are very rational but I think that's quite wrong argument to say because none can escape emotions we are as a human we all are bound to have emotions so there is no way that we can escape emotions but some might be unconscious of the emotions some are really conscious and aware of their own emotions so so there are so many takes to it but I would kind of find this is what I found and I think I I find this to be true so emotions are for us a way for us to make decisions and it's also a kind of signaling system Um, let's say for example like you eat a pleasant food and uh, a healthy food, and you might feel a sense of uh, good feeling after that, after eating, maybe in the form of taste or maybe in the form of wellness, and uh, that's a signal that it's good for you. And similarly, like if you are eating an awful bad food and you are feeling sick, that's a signal, say your body is saying that it's there's something wrong with it. So, basically, it's a signaling system of your body, which, has, which is part of evolution of so many years of evolution. Second, uh, we will think about emotion as a way of decision-making. Uh, for example, like, um, we have heard about this theory where even Buddha has said this, that we are all beings who want to have pleasure and who seek pleasure and avoid suffering. This is something very basic. So we avoid pain and seek pleasure. This is very uh, easy to understand, for example, like you do everything that actually maximize your happiness and minimize your pain. So emotions are a way for us to uh, navigate what's good for us and to take decision based on what's good and uh, that way like we leave. The feeling good things actually make us leave. Okay, this is a very broad and basic definition, we'll come much detail into it because I know not everything that feels good is actually good for us in the long run and also not ev- everything that feels bad to us is a- bad for us in the long run for example the typical example for that would be exercise even though exercise in the beginning and when you do it it's painful but it's good for you same way like eating sugar it's good for you it gives you good feelings but it's not good for you in the long run so there is Uh, some contradictions in this area but generally speaking emotions are there to uh, help you to guide make decisions so being said this so this is a basic role of emotion and this is what emotion is all about just to make you understand it and uh, in the next episode we would go much detail into uh, some of the emotions and we'll see how we can master these emotions Thank you. Stay tuned. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. So, um, as I was sharing my last four podcasts on emotions, um, so I had a request from some people saying that I should speak more about how to manage emotions So I thought I will share my real life experience and kind of how I manage it and this has been an effort that I have been taking in the past few years to really dive deeper into the emotions because I feel I am a very emotional person and I feel my emotions consciously. And uh, yeah, so basically I am an INFP, Uh, INFP is a personality type which they are basically very emotional if you have INFP friends you would know that and uh, so usually what i do is uh, the I, I think i'll say few steps that one can take which i also personally do so i think uh, the first thing we can do at any time when we are dealing with emotions or being fully aware of it it may sound very simple, but to be aware of it and to really understand it, it takes effort. Uh, the first thing would be you should know what emotion, exact emotion, are you feeling in you. And uh, because for that, you need to develop a good vocabulary on emotions and kind of differentiate what each emotion feels and what is what. And uh, you should also know how it's felt, what uh, is ir- What is it like, is it an irritability or are you restless or are you do you do not have any energy or what exactly is it. And you should also know how it feels in your body. Like as I discussed earlier there can be like a lot of physical s- symptoms and effects from being like fast faster heartbeats or sweating, whatever it is. You have to be aware of that. And another important uh, aspect of this is uh, you should also note what situation is actually making me feel this emotion. See if there is any external cues to it. There can be, sometimes. We don't know. And also I think another important thing is what... Thoughts are you thinking? I think this is the most crucial part of it because most of the time when we feel an emotion, we never think about what we are thinking. We always think emotions are there and we have to now deal with it. But I think the most important part of all of this would be what you are thinking because your thoughts does make you feel a lot of things. So a situation comes and you got low marks in the class. So, immediate reaction can be, yes, you feel sad. But then, uh, there is a part, of, part in you which actually then speaks to yourself. This inner critique or inner chatter. So, that chatter can go on saying a lot of things to you. Like, you are a failure. You will never get good marks. You are disappointing your parents. A lot of things. So that in turn can actually make you more depressed and more sad. So I think being aware of all these things is the first step. And personally, like what I do is I journal. I think I sit whenever I'm really upset or whenever I'm really feeling an emotion intensely. I sit with my journal and I just sit and write. I just write free writing. And also another thing that I do sometimes is to watch my thoughts. It's a form of meditation where I just sit and sit and just watch my stream of thoughts. There also you can see what kind of thoughts actually comes to your mind. And also I think uh, talking to someone you really are close to can also be equal to journaling, where you share your deepest thoughts and you, where you are not judged think that's also a good technique for you to explore you have to be more aware of what you are feeling and okay first of all like the whole intention is to not control or to suppress emotions when i say emotional mastery but rather to understand and kind of have some kind of a control over it or maybe you can come out of it how you can come out of it that'd be better so now that you know what you are feeling and why you are feeling or maybe what exactly is it uh, then the second thing would be uh, what does you can ask this question what does the emotion say to me about the life that i am living because emotions are actually uh, a reflection of the, the life that you are living and If I feel sad all the time, I feel disappointed all the time, I feel depressed all the time, there is something really wrong with my life. And uh, most of the time, I might not be looking at these things. Like maybe uh, it's my job that's making me really stressed or depressed. Maybe it's the people around me, my relationships, that's making me feel all this. So... Um, once you are aware of your emotions, I think you should really sit and ask yourself this question: What does this emotion say to me? And uh, for example, like I will just tell you, like in my personal experience, like I used to feel a lot of jealousy, jealousy in my relationships. So actually, jealousy uh, is—I realized that it comes from two sources. One, maybe you don't have trust on your part. That can be one source of your jealousy. The second, maybe your self-esteem is really low that you are afraid that your partner might leave you anytime. So, it's not that your partner is doing something that's making you jealous. So, you have to every time restrict your partner from not doing anything in in his or her life. Rather, you need to address what's the underlying cause. Whether it's your self-esteem issue or you cannot trust or... The trust has been broken in the past or what exactly is it? And you should fix that. Then the jealousy will automatically go. Uh, and all, not all emotions are like that. For example, some emotions might carry a message for you not to change your life but to accept it. For example, you are extremely sad at loss of a friend. And there is no other thing that you can do other than to cry. And you should really feel that emotions and kind of grief. I think that's healthy also to experience the emotions and really be with it. Yeah, about the story that we're saying. For example, uh, every time we feel an emotion, there will be this stream of thoughts that accompany us. And one thing that I do is I sit down the, sit down and write the voice. Maybe I do the dialogue with this voice and uh, I kind of say that most of the time this voice say things that's really mean that's really stupid and not so then you can be aware of these thoughts and kind of come up with an idea that yeah my perception about this whole situation is wrong and uh, actually this is not that bad so that will immediately puts you in a better state than believing all the thoughts that you think. Because our thoughts are not completely ours. It comes from a lot of places. It comes from society, it comes from media, it comes from your parents. So it it cannot be trusted as your own or true source of knowledge or wisdom. So being said these two things, I think these two are really helpful and have helped me a lot in the past to question my thoughts and to also really ask this question of what does this emotion mean. And uh, another technique that I sometimes use is, uh, and also if there's no message that all the time you feel these emotions and you know the cause or what made you trigger or all of these things, maybe it's just a mood swing where you feel just that you don't feel energy for anything. You are kind of low. So one thing that you can do at such times is to move. I mean, energy in motion—that's emotion. So when you move your state of body, maybe you do some exercise, you go for a walk, you do take a bath, do anything which involves physical activity. That will really take your focus away from this low feeling and focus on something else. It's called mindfulness—to be mindful of something. And that's also a technique that I use in my personal life and it has been really helpful and uh, this is another thing that I have also came across and which has also helped me it's called non-violent communication and so the basic idea behind this is uh, it's a way of communicating to in a relationship or in, with anyone in non-violently um, for example like Basis of, uh, I'll just briefly say this, maybe we can explain non-violent communication in another uh, episode. So, non-violent communication basically says that we all have our needs. When the needs are met, we feel happy or we we have a pleasant emotion. When the needs are not met, we have an unpleasant emotion. So, depending on the emotion, maybe you should... uh, Look at what needs of yours are met and what needs are unmet and you should address the needs rather than the emotion. For example, if you are feeling lonely, that means your need for uh, closeness or company or friendship is not met. So you should do something to meet that need. Maybe call a friend or make new friends so that your feeling of loneliness goes away. That way, like, yeah, it's a very good tool that you can use, and um, so if none of the above works, and if you feel you are really chronically depressed or feeling anxiety or a lot of other emotions, and even if you're not able to hand, handle it, should definitely definitely consult a mental health expert, and uh, it it can also be caused by your physical brains chemistry and hormones and a lot of things. And mental health is something that's very important, especially for teenagers and for people in the young age, they are still learning to have a grip on their emotions and their life and there's lot happening in their body also. So I think uh, seeking health is always advisable from a mental health expert and there's no shame in it. And a good mind and a positive health is always the greatest wealth and without that how much ever you say you have physically fit if your mind is unwell you would fall sick and you would don't feel any energy for anything so being said that I wish that uh, to have more conversations if anybody feels they want to talk to me about anything regarding emotions they have any questions to ask please feel free to drop that be happy to address that, and I hope everybody uh, applies these things and kind of be more aware of their emotions and be more emotionally intelligent. Thank you for listening, and see you in the next episode.